Good morning. You visit the earth and water it abundantly. You make it very plenteous. The river of God is full of water. My name is Jack Herr. My wife, Mary Lou, and I moved to Ridgefield about two years ago from just across the border in New York. Having been members of an Episcopal church there for several decades, we then joined St. Stephen's just after moving to town. See, so we are relatively new to St. Stephen's. We found immediately, and still find today, this wonderful church and you, its parish community, to be very welcoming. And we thank you for that. Tom Carr and I will be speaking to you this morning to witness to the power of giving, of time, talent, and treasure in our lives, and to the importance of giving, of time, talent, and treasure, to the mission and work of St. Stephen's. Mother Whitney asked Tom and me to take the reins of your stewardship committee. We were happy to do so. As Tom will also testify in a moment, the preparation we both undertook for this task has been enriching personally. We hope it will also yield an abundant harvest for the church. In a few days, if you haven't already received it, you'll be receiving your pledge card. Please fill it out and bring it with you on November 6th, Consecration Sunday. The Stewardship Committee will be hosting a brunch after each service to celebrate and thank you for your contributions. <clears throat> St. Stephen's mission has been stated simply, live the word of God and pass it on. And just as the greatness of our country comes from the goodness of its people, a trust emblazoned as the motto, e pluribus unum, on the very thing we are asking of you today, so is the greatness of this church and the unity of its purpose, constituted on the goodness each of us brings to its worship community. We are, out of many, one. Like an alloy, stronger, more durable, more resilient, often more beautiful than any one of its constituent elements. Iron and carbon become steel. Steel and chromium become stainless. Together, we become and serve as the body of Christ. As you can see, I am in the St. Stephen's Choir. I joined the choir immediately upon joining the church. I love to sing, and I tend to inject myself into choirs whenever given the opportunity before they have a chance to say no. <laughs> Singing in the choir fulfills my particular call to enhance the worship of others through music. That notwithstanding, I have indeed promised our illustrious music director to attempt to fix certain flaws in my vocal technique, like singing R's in the word earth, as if I were peg-leg Pete. Arr! Say it with me, choir. Arr! Sorry, though, Scott, no promises. Seriously, we have some marvelous talents in the choir. Solo quality voices, 
in the congregation and on the altar as well. But when we sing together, we form a beautiful blend in our music, which, like an alloy, is stronger and often more beautiful than any one of us could create on our own. Come to Evensong this evening at 5 p.m. to experience for yourself how wonderful this resource can be. The missions of St. Stephen's are each and all like that of the choir, better when together, when out of many, one. Like our church, church building itself, each stone in this historic and beautiful old building is a rough-hewn and otherwise unremarkable rock. Given today's architectural and aesthetic standards, I'll bet not a one of them would have made the cut. They'd be rejected, consigned to the rock pile. But in concert, they form a beautiful building on its face, cohesive in its integrity, enduring through its strength. Each of us, like these stones, and with our own imperfections, come together to form a more perfect instrument of God's love here at St. Stephen's, where we fulfill the missions this building projects to the community. Beautiful, cohesive, strong, and enduring. Mary Lou and I have four wonderful sons. They are now, now finding their way in their lives, married, children of their own, great careers, great happiness in their lives, which in turn gives us great happiness in ours. Our boys were raised in the Episcopal Church, not here and some time ago, for they have grown up and moved on. But for them, and for their generation as our children, we want to prepare and leave a church tradition which is ever stronger, ever more cohesive, ever more beautiful, ever more enduring. We have to leave to the next generation church buildings like this one, worship traditions like those in our communion, and mission commitments like those we commit to here and now, all in great repair and ready for the future. Our giving is all of these things. Like you, Mary Lou and I give to support our individual and collective ability to live the word of God through our worship and to pass it on through our actions. We give to pass the, the Christian tradition on so that living the word of God lives on with our children and their children. And we give because it grows us spiritually. You know, at first we thought of giving as holy obligation, often difficult, hard to muster the will to do, and harder sometimes still to find a workable financial pathway to it. We get began, though, in our midlife years to budget our monthly finances a bit differently. It re represents a simple change, really. We first record all our sources of revenue, and then we set a generous yet realistic giving goal. We then make our living expenses fit between the two. It works. We have harmonized giving and living. If for no other reason, then we have made giving for any and all of the charities that we support a key cause of living. 
And recently we have simplified it all through the marvel of online banking. Karen Fallon pointed out to me an easy and painless way to do this. It's absolutely terrific. Wells Fargo offers automatic bill pay. Karen suggested that we simply set up an automatic check to St. Stephen's once a month. Why didn't I think of that? So I did just that for one-twelfth of our annual pledge. After a few months, we actually enjoyed seeing that bank transaction draw down our checking account balance. It gives us a, sub a sublime feeling of pleasure, just a deep-down good feeling, like those we all feel when good things happen in our lives. Every month when I see that draw. I have even begun to enjoy the anticipation of that draw as its time approaches. Somehow giving has become even more than a spiritual discipline, something Mother Whitney is encouraging us all to embrace. It is now part of our worship. By the way, it costs us and St. Stephen's nothing, all the benefits of online giving without the fees. So as long as Wells Fargo continues to offer this service, count us in. Now I just have to remember to renew and to increase the number in December for the start of our 2017 gift. I hope you will join me and do the same. Thank you, Jack. Good morning. How many times have you heard the expression preaching to the choir? <laughs> and this morning the choir is preaching to you. <laughs> In fact, uh, as, we were as Jack and I were preparing for uh, speaking to you this morning, we had some discussions with our fellow choir members, and uh, one of them made the suggestion that perhaps Jack and I should sing a duet. Um, and in fact, Jack and I did sing a duet back in June for the Chorister fundraiser program. And uh, I learned later on that someone went to Scott and said, look, I will pay for the entire camp next year if you promise that Jack and Tom never do another duet. <laughs> <laughs> so no duet this morning. But I would ask that you indulge me a little bit as I read something to you that you've already heard this morning. So nicely read by Eve. From this morning's reading from the book of Joel. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early rain and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain, the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. It's a little hard for us today in our post-agrarian society to fully relate to Joel's words or to the text of today's psalm. But if you go back and reread them as I just did for you now, they certainly are appropriate for this time of year, the fall and the harvest. Although very few of us farm for a living now, we understand the concept of the fruits of our labor and also that the yield from that labor is not only based on our hard work. 
but also on good fortune, or as we as Christians are taught, the love of God. He brings the rain to soften the ground, in the words of the psalm. Try as as we might, without rain, our efforts can go to waste. But with the rain, and the sun for that matter, the seeds we plant will take root and grow, and the harvest will be great. And we should be glad and rejoice in God because we could not have done it without him. And how do we demonstrate our gladness and rejoicing in God? By sharing the harvest he helped us to obtain. I've been serving on the Parishioners Fund Committee here for almost 10 years. In that time, I have seen the fund help so many families at St. Stephen's, and I'm always struck by the unfairness of so many of the situations. People like myself, who have worked very hard over the years, but whose seeds, sticking with the agrarian analogy, did not receive the rain they needed to grow. Or it rained for some years and then a drought. They worked just as hard as I did, maybe harder, but they weren't as lucky as I have been. I'm also keenly aware that the rain could stop falling on my crops at any time, and I might be the one needing help. And any one of us could find ourselves in that situation. So while we have a harvest of any size, big or small, we should consider how much of it can we share? How much of it can we put to God's work in the world? How much of it can we put to God's work right here at St. Stephen's? Taking on the role of co-chair of stewardship with Jack has led me to read a number of books on the topic. Each of them stress the fundamental importance of belief in the church's mission and confidence in the church's leadership to direct us in performing that mission with spiritual and fiduciary faithfulness. I am simultaneously humbled and proud of the mission at St. Stephen's to live the word of God and pass it on. I think we do it so well. There are so many of you, so many of us dedicated to the work of God in this place. And if you're not aware of them all, I encourage you to read the ministry handbook you recently received in the mail. I further encourage you to consider joining your fellow parishioners in one of the many ministries listed there. You will be surprised by what you learn of yourself, of them, and of all of us as a Christian family. I guarantee you won't be disappointed, and you will gain such a sense of belonging to an organization that does so much good. I mentioned fiduciary faithfulness a moment ago, Not only do our church leaders, that is the rector, the executive committee, the vestry, need to carefully practice stewardship in the financial management of St. Stephen's, all of us as parishioners, as members with a capital M, need to do our part as stewards. Our leaders can't do it without us. 
Going back to the farming analogy, part of our job is to provide the rain so that all the seeds we collectively plant will grow into a harvest abundant enough to spiritually and physically feed us and the many others who we touch in and outside of our walls. The other day I received an email from Bill Snellings. Many of you know Bill and Courtney Snellings, uh, who were members of St. Stephen's for many years, but have recently moved to Maine. Now, I don't know how the news traveled all the way to Maine, but in his note, he was congratulating me on co-chairing stewardship. And he asked me to pass on some good news and some bad news. The good news for our pledge campaign is we have more than enough money to fully fund every ministry in our church. Wonderful, I thought. The bad news is much of the money is still in our pockets. Jack and I ask you to join us in prayer that the Holy Spirit will visit every one of us and show us the way to joyfully share our harvest and bring down the rain needed to make St. Stephen's Ministries grow and touch all the seeking, questioning, grieving, lonely, and hopeful souls they can and make the world we live in a more caring and living place and loving place. Amen. Amen.